The following program contains elements of programming that are previously recorded and may appear as live. Welcome to Hope Reigns, a show brought to you by 8 Days of Hope, where we share God-sized stories from the mission field all around the country. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Tiber and Mike Fiella. Well, welcome back to another week of Hope Reigns, a broadcast of 8 Days days of hope. The number eight in the Bible brings new beginnings or means new beginnings. And for the last 18 years, eight days of hope has traveled the country to try to bring a new beginning to someone in need, either by rebuilding homes for free after disasters or building safe places for those rescued from trafficking. And today we're going to share some God-sized stories from the mission field. My name is Steve Tiber. And I'm hanging out with one of my best friends in the world, Mr. Mike Fiella. <laughs> oh, so good to be with you how this you? morning. I say this every time, but the, how do you get such a great looking smile yeah. when you say, welcome <laughs> to another edition? It, it's uh, great. This smile cost me a little money, so <laughs> I'll just be candid. There's tr- some transparency out there. Oh, okay. But uh, Mike, what an amazing, you know, today as we wrap up a unique outreach, you know, this year we've been in Fort Myers after Hurricane Ian. We had volunteers down there, rebuilt 106 homes in eight days. Uh, We were in Amory, Mississippi after the tornadoes for I think about four weeks Mm -hmm. with thousands of volunteers serving those families. But we had a unique outreach and today is day number eight of Eight Days Days of of Hope Hope Buffalo. Buffalo. Yes, It's our fourth outreach. Money's given locally, volunteers for the most part locally. But what a week, Mike. 1,400 volunteers came and served. Uh, They worked hard. They worked through the when it was a little bit warm out, when it rained a little bit. uh, they, They kept smiling. What an amazing eight days. You know, and God's timing is so perfect. You know, the last year has been very difficult for Buffalo. The, the, the shooting that everybody nationally have heard of and the snowstorm, the worst ever, uh, almost in, in the city of Buffalo, loss of lives. What almost like a revival type attitude was happening in the city of Buffalo as a result of the eight days of hope Buffalo outreach? You know, I, I looked at our spreadsheet uh, this week, and I, over fifty churches in Western New York were represented. 50. Now, not every church stood at the pulpit and said, "All right, everyone, let's go serve." But my, I guess my point was, and 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 that's okay. We did have some churches, two of our national partners, the Chapel right. and Revive, mm-hmm. uh, which is one of our newest partners here. Boy, talk about sending the saints. But how cool is it to know that all these different denominations, the Buffalo Chinese Church, uh, a lot of their members speak strictly Chinese. (laughs) They were here. They had like 20 people here this week. It was great. It was absolutely great. And, and, but to see the body of Christ, we had you know Methodists and Baptists and Catholics and, and non-denominational. We had the Pentecostals. Man, they were having fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Do you see them during worship, Mike? They're kind of ripping it up in the front yards of people's houses. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, they no, didn't no, do no, that. No, 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 no. But what a great, this is what heaven's going to look like, Mike, right? Different colors, different shapes, different Love backgrounds. Yeah. Young, not so young, right? <laughs> Why are you looking at me like well, Mike, the not so young? You know, I'm, I'm here to encourage you. I, <laughs> Thank I'm, you very I'm much. I'm kind of thinking of myself, too. We're kind of, yeah. we're in the same neighborhood. We're moving along, yeah. We <laughs> are moving along. <laughs> hey, today we are so thankful that you're here. Um, as you know, we have been building the largest safe house for children rescued from trafficking in the Northeast in Ohio. Mike, it's called Safe Harbor. Yes. And as we wrap up in Buffalo today, many of those leaders and volunteers are going to take like a day or two off <laughs> and go right back. And to they're going to go to Ohio oh, and they're going to get right back at it. But we have about what, just a couple days left of that matching gift. So yeah. we announced a couple weeks ago 
that uh, this phase one is six buildings, three cottages. Each cottage hosts four children. The children are ages between 14 and 18. They can stay as long as they want to get the emotional, physical, spiritual help they need. And these cottages, um, there's a school and there's a chapel and there's an administration building. Mm -hmm. Phase one was $3.5 million. We raised 3.2 and we announced a couple weeks ago, we had a $150,000 matching gift from two donors. And for the month of July, everything given online at 8dayshope.com or Malden, I'll give the address in a little bit. Those dollars would be doubled. And Mike, we are almost there. That's exciting to think that almost. if you write a check or however you pay with Vemno or, or Cash App, yeah. $100, it's $200. Amazing. It's just, and it's going to be paid off. There's going to be some extra, I believe, uh, that will go into the next save. Right. I, that would be just like God, right? Yeah. So so you can donate online, Cash App, Venmo, PayPal. You can mail us a check. We still take checks. You can mail them to P.O. Box 3208, P.O. Box 3208, 3208, Tupelo, T-U-P-E-L-O, Mississippi, 38803. You've got about nine days left to make a donation, knowing that it will be doubled. And I believe, Mike, that mm -hmm. our first broadcast in August. I really believe this. Yes. That once again, God will show that he's Jehovah Jireh and he's going to move through his people. Well, when you think about the big picture, there's been, uh, what, $73 million worth of work done since the, the organization started, the ministry Isn't started. Isn't that crazy, Mike? Yeah, and think about it. God's provided on every single occasion. Mm. Mm. Do you know that you and I live in upstate New York? Uh, back in the day, 1972, they built the Buffalo Bills Stadium for $72 million. <laughs> <laughs> and to think that we've done more work than the cost of that state, and that was 50 years ago, but yeah. the things you think of while you're on the air, I don't know. I love, Anyways, yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, we are so thankful that you're with us today. We're going to have a great show. So today, Mike, you know, as you know, Eight Days Old for many years was an all-volunteer organization to about six years ago where we had one or two people. A couple years ago, we had four or five. Well, we just added a couple more people because the ministry continues to grow. Sure. And today we're going to have a chance to meet two of them. Okay. Not one, but two. Yes. Donna Shea, who uh, came over from one of our partner churches, Covenant Church in Dallas, Texas. She'll be joining us in the first segment. She is the executive assistant to Chandler Gurley. Um, she, this past week, really was kind of like my assistant. She was serving mm. me because Kim Lackey was leading 8 Days Old Buffalo. She's an amazing leader. She's been a part of 8 Days Old for multiple years. We're going to be talking to Donna Shea about the golf outing that we're, we're going to have down in Northeast Mississippi to raise money for the missionaries and so much more. It's exciting to see how the ministry is growing. And yes, we need good quality people. And you always seem to find them, or they just come. And uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, God, God, just, them God in, blesses. You know? Yes. So we're going to meet Donna. And then I think the last segment, I think we're going to be meeting with Nicole Germain. She um, is from upstate New York. She's actually uh, moving as we speak down to Tupelo, Mississippi. She'll be an administrative assistant down there, but she'll be so much more because you know, Mike, you've been in ministry for decades. You just mm. don't do one thing. If you're on the team, you are on the team, right? I think you said it best. Uh, maybe it was Kim last time she was on the air. Uh, you do two jobs with one paycheck. Right. Well, two jobs would be light for some of our, our leaders because sure. some of them are so talented. So we're going to be talking to them as well. We'll hear how Nicole met eight days of hope and why it was a personal uh, ministry to her. And um, I don't want to give away too much of her story, but uh, every ministry is personal, but it had a unique 
play in her part in her journey of her Christ walk. So we're Mm -hmm. excited about that as well. So Mike, the last eight days, the volunteers have helped well over a hundred families with free home repairs. They went door to door and cut lawns. We, we had the families come back at dinner and, and hang out with us. They heard the gospel. Uh, As always, people meet Jesus for the first time during eight days of hope. Ben Fuller, um, you know, the gentleman that sings who I am and, but they cross, Mm -hmm. you know, him and the band came in on Thursday night. I know they're coming back in a couple days for kingdom bound but what a fun week you know it doesn't i I hate to sound like this all the time it doesn't get any better than this uh and actually it does i mean just to see the joy on on the the homeowners faces that the fact that they're getting help yeah and then we get a chance for morning and evening uh devotions and worship and like you just said ben's always just knocks out of the ballpark with ministry love it love it love it we um so some of the numbers, and, and the, I won't have the final numbers till next week, so our next show will give the final numbers. We'll talk just briefly about uh, outreach in Buffalo. But what was unique about the last eight days is that we had a lot of local contractors, Mike, say that we want to be a part of that. Sure. So I think 10 different roofs for 10 different families were done by contractors in Buffalo. Mm. Um, 14, 15 families had their homes painted for free, 19 19- excuse me, 19 families had brand new windows installed in their house. And along along the way, of course, I'm going to get hiccups while I'm recording the show, right? (laughs) But along the way, people saw Jesus. They just didn't hear about Jesus because that happens when they come at night. We do worship devotion. But they saw Jesus, Mike. I, I really believe, I've said this line thousands of times, and I'll say it thousands more. The best sermon I ever heard is the one I saw. That's right. When people see Jesus moving, they're attracted to that. Absolutely. And boy, God was seen this past week. And to think about it, and think, wrap your head around this, a contractor, they got a business. They yes. Got, they're making a living. Um, and they are donating their time and excellence for free. That is that's That draws you to the question why. And then they are able to share Jesus with, I love with it. people. It's oh, great. I love it. What a friend, fun, great week. If you didn't make it this year, no big deal. Um, Lord willing, you know, hopefully we come back. We'll see what, what God, how God directs our steps. Hey, we, as you know, Mike, we are heard in over 200 markets across the country. And every week we try to give a shout out to a couple of the markets. Today we want to give a shout out to WALN in Carrollton, Alabama. Uh, so want to say hello to them. And how about KPCL in Farmington, New Mexico? You ever been to New Mexico? I traveled through there decades oh, ago. Oh, you did? Because yeah. on your motorcycle. I did. Did you do like a cross-country motorcycle ride? Uh, yeah, I did. Years ago. Oh, my ago. gosh. And that, that's a beautiful wow. state. That's I remember it. It's gorgeous. I remember growing up, I had a bike. That was, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, bicycle. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> How far did you ride it? <laughs> just Never across, mind. Just across town. <laughs> WZYZ in Spencer, Tennessee. Thank you to some of the, uh, the stations that play Hope Reigns every single week. Hey, when we come back in just a minute, you're going to get an opportunity to meet someone special to us. She's an amazing leader. Her name is Donna Shea. She is the executive assistant to Chandler Gurley and uh, does so much more, who's our director of operations. We're going to meet her, hear how she learned about ADs of Hope, and get to know a little bit more how God has moved in her life while serving with ADs of Hope. But, hey, we'll be back in just a minute. Thank you for joining us. You listen to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Hi, this is Steve Tiber with 8 Days of Hope. Did you know that in the United States, there's 27 states without a long-term recovery facility for survivors of human trafficking? Hundreds of thousands of women and children are trafficked every day, and right now at this moment, there's less shelters for them than there are for animals. 
We can't ignore this any longer. You know, since 2019, 8 Days of Hope has partnered with 12 faith-based organizations to provide a safe place where they can get the emotional, physical, and spiritual help they need. By coming alongside these organizations, we're able to use the skills needed to not only build safe places, but to provide an area where God can heal hearts, minds, and ultimately souls. If you're a professional builder, carpenter, framer, roofer, or an electrician looking to make a kingdom impact by using your skill set, please consider partnering with 8 Days of Hope. You must be 18 years old to volunteer and pass a background check. But for more information, you can email us at safehouse at 8daysofhope.com or visit our website, 8daysofhope.com. 8 Days of Hope is supported by a combination of donations from listeners and business partners like Provia. Provia is a manufacturer of residential doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. Provia is committed to serving their customers and sharing Christ in order to let our light shine before others so they may see our good works and give glory to our Father who is in heaven. More about Provia and their products at provia.com. Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Steve Tiber, Mike Fiella hanging out today, and that was Cochran and Company running home. I like that song. Do you know much about Cochran and Company? Talk to me. (laughs) No, I really don't. So they are going on tour in the fall with, oh, I can't say yet, with some people Uh that maybe we know. And maybe, maybe, Mike, we'll have an announcement in a couple weeks about something about that. I'm not telling you too much, am I? No, no but I can't. You're, to... you're a board of director of Eight Days of Hope, and you don't have a clue what I'm talking about. <laughs> I, I am going to get fired wait. tomorrow, guys. I'll well, tell you right now. When this show's over, we're going to have a conversation. Yes, we are. We are. <laughs> Anyways, Cochran and Company, love these guys, and maybe there's more down the road, so we're excited about that. <laughs> Anyways, hey, thank you for joining us today, uh, and thank you so much to the uh, WDCX here in upstate New York for recording the show, American Family Radio, broadcasting in over 200 cities, southern Ontario, Canada. Mike, we had some Canadians down here this week serving with us during Nathan's Old Buffalo. Buffalo, yeah. What? Talk about big hearts. Oh, gosh, oh, yes. And, and every year... So many of them come with us around the country to America. They come on a mission trip to America. How cool is that? Uh, I'm telling you, not, were there any international? Um, no, not on this trip. Uh, okay. Now, remember in Houston, Houston after Harvey, oh, yes. 11 countries yes, showed yes. up. Amazing. How did they hear about us in Taiwan? <laughs> Seriously. I mean, think about that. How did people from 11 countries come to Houston to serve with us after Harvey? I have no clue but God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know. In meeting some of the folks, they were just very excited and to to be a part of that Houston outreach. Yes. And I, I would just, you know, I should have asked. I fun. never asked them, like, how did you get hear about this? 4,692 people came to Houston. Mm. 
and served over 16 days. We did a baseball doubleheader back-to-back. I don't know whose decision that was, but but that wasn't a great decision because we were worn out. Whoa. But we were smiling on day 16, but that was a long I talked days. about bags under our eyes. Ooh, that was tough. <laughs> but it was, was a great outreach. Anyway. Hey, we're excited to have some unique guests. Our first guest today is Donna Shea. Donna has been a part of 80s Hope for multiple years. But as a staff member just recently, Donna, you've been with us before in Hope Reigns, but today you're in person in the studio. How are you? I am doing great today. It's my first time in the studio. Oh. Never been in a radio studio at all. Really? No. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Thanks for joining us. So, Donna, um, executive assistant to Chandler Gurley. First of all, Chandler Gurley, director of operations. Is she not amazing? She is amazing. Just a sweet woman of God. Amazing, talented, loves eight days of hope, and just a great person to work with. Amen. Now, you've been on multiple trips with Eight Days of Hope, and you left Covenant Church, one of our partners in Dallas, Texas. You've moved to Tupelo, Mississippi, so you're at our national headquarters. This week, you've been in upstate New York, less humidity than down south. The weather is beautiful. Just walk out every day and go, ah, amazing. Mike's like, come back in February (laughs) when when things are a little bit more interesting. Um, so what attracted you to join the team of Eight Days of Hope? I mean, you, you were on multiple trips with us and, and, and you know, you, you, were, you, you had a great position with Covenant Church. You had a big responsibility. You had a big title and, 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 and they loved you and you loved it there. But God stirred your heart to join us. What, why? When I began serving with Eight Days of Hope, which was in 2017, um, God just really began to stir my heart about serving people every day, every day, and mm. serving the brokenhearted and being out in the field and seeing the needs of people who've just been devastated by storms. Right. And um, as I did that and the years went on, I started in 2017 in Houston, did a lot of trips in 2020 uh, with all the hurricanes that hit the Gulf Coast in 2021. It was about 2022 when I really felt the Lord pulling me, saying, you know, it's time time to step out and make a change and follow me. And my heart was with eight days of hope and he worked the rest out up until this year. And you weren't nervous at all about all of a sudden uprooting, changing jobs and going to another community. (laughs) No, I I really wasn't. Um, I'm pretty much a transient person growing up Mm -hmm. uh, in the uh, air force. My dad was in the air force. I moved a lot as a young child, carried that right into my adulthood where I used to open retail stores for a career. So I moved often. Of course you did. You know, from... Uh, I, worked, I worked on Wall Street. You know, we we launched four companies. I built a ship down in the harbor. I mean, Donna, you do it all. I have been blessed to experience a lot of life, and, and you just take your managerial skills into all different oh, industries. Sure. You know, yeah. you go from one to the other. It's kind of the same. You're just managing a different That's product. God's preparation yes, for you sir. to be with Eight it Days is. of Hope. Yes. <laughs> Talking to Donna Shea here with Mike Fiel. I'm Steve Tiber. Thanks for joining us on Hope Reigns. So, Mike, she's still smiling. Make a note that she's still smiling, and here's why. <laughs> Not here's why, but I'm thankful but uh, Kim Lackey was the director of Eight Days Old Buffalo, and so she normally serves as an assistant to me in my role. Right. And and because she could do that and lead Eight Days Old Buffalo, and so Chan are like, who should we ask to like kind of be your right hand person these this week? And and mm-hmm. and, and and guess who it was? Mm-hmm. It was Donna. Donna, Donna, and she's Donna. still smiling, and she's still Got a great smile. She still acts like she likes me. 
Donna, let's talk after the show. Okay? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. And when you do ministry, you think you know what you're going to be doing that day. And so many times there's like a curveball and, and you got to keep adapting. And not any day looks the same. And it isn't just with eight days old, but pretty much every ministry out there. You have a plan, you're starting to work the plan, and then God moves and God opens up a door and you have a conversation, you're asked to do something. Um, this is a whirlwind sometimes, isn't it? Yes, it is. But, you know, you just adjust. You take one one step at a time, one day at a time as the change comes. Um, again, being in, if you're in the right seat on the bus doing mm-hmm. what you should be doing, you just flow on to the next thing and come up with a solution. I like that word flow. Yeah. I think Donna's got a, a, a new ministry being birthed called the, the Spirit of Calm. You know, go yeah, start praying yeah, for people because yeah. you got such a calm. Because uh, we know how hectic it gets, and uh, uh, you know, just appreciate. That. And that's the experience she brings to this role. Because again, you know, um, Mike, you and I were not thirty anymore, and, and Donna's not twenty anymore, and mm-hmm. she's learned a lot over the years sure. in executive leadership roles, uh, both in the corporate world and the ministry world. You know, I always tell people it's easy to lead when things are going great. Right. You know, true leaders are defined how they lead when challenges come because they right. come, Mike. You were a pastor for decades. Nothing is easy in life. I mean, just not every day is like, you know, a walk in the park and where's my ice cream cone? <laughs> it that is. Ice cream always comes up. But yeah, you're absolutely right, Steve. <laughs> and it, it it's it's those moments. And you've experienced them, Donna. You've experienced it that you, you, you stop and it, it just way over the top and with the spirit of God and his peace comes and you get still for a moment. Maybe you open your Bible, you get a scripture verse, he speaks to your heart, but it, because you've been called for that position, he'll give you everything you need to fulfill it. Especially, especially when, when you're under the gun like that, that's God. The word I, I think of Don is peace. You know, there are, again, both in the corporate world as a leader and as a, is leader with eight days of hope, one of 211. Sometimes things don't go the way you want them to go. Sometimes there's challenges that you didn't see coming. Unfortunately, sometimes I've said this to you, Mike, ministry can be messy a little bit. Why? Because right. we're people and we're flesh and we all fall short. And sometimes grace is abundant and sometimes grace can't be found. Mm. And you got to work through that. But when I, when I see you, Donna, um, there seems to be a peaceful calmness. I like your word calm in the peace um, how did you, how, how can one get that out there? I really think, um, as Mike just spoke a, a few minutes ago, that as I'm coming up through, as I'm coming up through, um, the years of my career that God has prepared me through mm. being in the fire, yep. opening mm-hmm. a retail store in downtown Chicago with 225 employees oh and, gosh. you know, the fire department wants to close you down the first day because you're too busy and the store's overcrowded and what do you do? How do you react? So as I look back on my entire life, God has prepared me for every step along the way and then coming to a point of being, you know, in ministry um, and allowing me the grace, giving me the grace with the calm and the maturity to be Mm -hmm. able to stop. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, get my thoughts together for a moment and see the big picture, which is what I call it. Being able to see the big picture of an event or an outreach or a project allows me to um, put the dots together and line things up and, and be able to come up with a solution. Love it. Love it. Talking to Donna Shea. So, Donna, you are... um 
one of the things you're doing in your new roles, you're kind of overseeing some of our special projects. I have a feeling that you and I are going to be back on the radio in a couple of weeks because there's a couple of special projects we're working on behind the scenes that I've got to tell Mike about so I don't get my hand slapped right after the show. <laughs> but there is something going on in Northeast Mississippi. So if you live down in Alabama, Tennessee, Mississippi, and it's a fundraiser for the missionaries. So a lot of people don't know this, but there's 21 missionaries that serve with us full time. Mm-hmm. They're not on our payroll. We don't give them health care. We don't cover their expenses. We try to raise some money from them from time to time. But some Something's coming up that um, people out there can be a part of. Why don't you talk about that for a couple minutes? Yes, Steve. We are getting ready to have our fifth annual golf tournament in at Tupelo at the Natchez Trace Golf Club. And this will be the fifth year we do it in conjunction with the Tyler Sloan Memorial, mm. raising funds for the missionaries. So we are getting ready for that tournament now, um, seeking sponsors and golfers and lining up the teams. And all the monies that are raised will be given to the missionaries. Yes. So nothing comes to Eight Days Hope. It's all given 100% pass through. It's in Tupelo, Mississippi, August 26th. Yes. So you can enter a team. You can sponsor. What are the sponsor levels? Um, You can sponsor. um, There are four different levels. You can just be a sponsor if you don't want to golf for a couple hundred dollars and then there's another level up for six hundred dollars which includes you bringing a team okay of four we're doing um, a four-person scramble this year and then there's up to a thousand dollar sponsor which includes a banner for your company and you also get a team entry and then twenty five hundred dollars which will be a banner sponsor and recognition on our tent Okay. So if you live in Northeast Mississippi, and that's where we're based out of, we're based out of Tupelo, Mississippi, and you like to golf, even if you don't like to golf, come hang out with us. We're going to have a lot of fun. And, I, and I'm and i being told that that day won't be warm out. It'll be a little bit less warm than it normally is. And Mike, do you golf? No. And I was thinking, as Donna just said, the four-person scramble. I'm going to take that word scramble. If I pick up a golf club, they're going to scramble. They're going to get it. No, I just never have. Um uh, uh, but I, I I can appreciate being out and yeah. you know it's just out in the, the, the just uh, out just outside and enjoying it. Well, I'll be a sponsor though. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So Donna, how do they get more information? How do they reach you? How do they sign up? How, where where's the call to action? You can uh, go to our website at eightdaysofhope.com and the golf tournament is out there as one of our events. You can email golf at eightdaysofhope.com if you have a question or you can email me directly donna s at eightdaysofhope.com and we can set up your sponsorship or answer any of your questions golf at eightdaysofhope.com i can remember that pretty easily or donna s for shay donna s at eightdaysofhope.com so you've moved from dallas texas the big d to tupelo mississippi the big t um, maybe not the big t but anyways what's been the uh, you've been down there what about four weeks eight weeks now yes since the beginning of June. So are you running for Marriott or, or is that coming about another month or two? <laughs> Maybe another month. I know, I know. Um, some great churches down there yes. and some great people. There are great people down there. I'm loving the being a little further south. The, uh, the calm of the smaller mm-hmm. town sure. Um, sure. has really been when I can walk into the Kroger and the lady remembered me from FedEx earlier oh that gosh. day. Those are some of the things I was looking for in making the change. Okay. Coming yeah. out of the big city being in a smaller community where I can be engaged and finding a local church and getting involved there and having that hometown 
Yeah. That hometown yeah. feeling. It's a fun place. We were there for 19 years. Love Tupelo, Mississippi. Love it, love it, love it. Well, Donna, how can we pray for you? I mean, you've got so many. You just wrapped up Eight Days Old Buffalo. You've got to be tired. You've got this golf outing. You know, and I know that we're working on some other things that hopefully we can announce in a couple of weeks, some other projects. But how can we and the listeners be praying for Donna as she transitions into this role? Just to pray for my continued um uh, in my transition to Tupelo, getting involved in the community, getting okay. myself plugged in. Sure. Um, I'm just beginning to find a local church that I have clarity to be in that church and um, and making um, acquaintances there yeah. in the community. That's probably my biggest thing. Awesome. Yeah. awesome. Would you, Mike? I'll be glad to. Come on, let's pray. Father, I thank you for Donna Calm Shea. <laughs> You've given her a spirit of of love, joy, and calm, and peace. But God, God, you also put a calling on her life to be in Tupelo at this time in her life. And we thank you for the transition, yes. that she'll be connected with people, good relationships, good churches, um, and just a, a light in that community, as well as others shining a light into her uh, personal life, too. So, God, thank you for the blessing, and uh, refresh her, strengthen her, and just I, I know you'll lead her and guide her in the days to come. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, thank you, Don. I know we got a couple thank hours you. left. Now, are you scooting over to Kingdombound? Um, for one day, yes. Okay, so you're going to be there on Monday. On Monday, okay. yes. And we're going to be there Monday on the main stage. For yes. those of you listening in southern Ontario and western New York, if you're going to Kingdombound, Hannah Fletcher and myself will be on the main stage talking about our sex trafficking arm. Uh, where we're building safe places for those rescued. So you're going to enjoy it. That's your first time going to Kingdom. Yes, it will be my first time. Mm -hmm. Well, you're going to have a great time. You will. Hey, we're going to be back in just a moment. We can't wait for you to meet our next guest. She also is one of the newest members of the Eight Days of Hope staff family. She's got a unique story of how she got involved with Eight Days of Hope, and you need to hear it. You need to hear it. When you say yes to God, maybe not even knowing who God is, God moves. And you're going to hear a little bit about that when we come back. I'm Steve, hanging out with Mike. You're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Eight Days of Hope exists to love and serve those in need. Over the last 17 years, almost 50,000 volunteers from across the United States have come together to help repair the homes of over 8,300 families affected by hurricanes, floods, tornadoes, and more. God has also given us the chance to build and renovate facilities to bring hope and healing to survivors of human trafficking. Since 2019, our team has been able to provide multiple safe places for women and children to rest their heads at night. We are very excited about our newest arm, Mass Feeding. After a natural disaster strikes an area, our Mass Feeding ministry will be able to provide warm, fresh meals to those who have faced loss and are in need. Our goal is to provide up to 8,000 meals through a local church to provide nourishment to a community. If you are interested in volunteering with us, everything is free. We provide food and lodging, all you have to do is say yes and come and be the hands and feet of Jesus. For more information about this growing ministry, please visit 8daysofhope.com. That's 8daysofhope.com. 8 Days of Hope is thankful for ministry partners like Provia, a manufacturer of residential exterior building products. Provia's mission is to serve by caring for details, and each employee strives to do that every day. Provia combines automation and human craftsmanship in creating their doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. More about Provia's mission and products can be found at Provia.com. That's P-R-O-V-I-A.com. I've seen love come and I've seen love walk away. So many questions. 
to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Steve Tiber, Mike Fiello, and Lauren Daigle. Not not in studio, of course, but not Mike. In, not in. Great, great song, though. Yes. She's got another CD out and kind of going around the country and singing. Actually, she uh, was here in Western New York yeah. last week up in Lewiston. Yeah. Uh, I think on day number one of Eight Days of Hope Buffalo. As we wrap up Eight Days of Hope Buffalo, mm-hmm. day number eight is today, and we wrap up and, and we, we, <laughs> we're going to be able to sleep in our own beds here uh, pretty uh, soon. Matter of fact, a lot of our local leaders have been a yeah. part of this project. It was an amazing eight days. Mm. Um, but as you know, we're a national ministry. We have This year we've been to Florida with Fort, Fort Myers with Hurricane Ian. We've been in Ohio building safe houses for children, rescue from trafficking. We've been in Amory, Mississippi, helping out families after the tornadoes. And the ministry continues to grow. And when you grow, you need to add people. People, absolutely. And you just pray that you find the right people for the right spots. There's a business book called Good to Great. And I'm trying to remember the the author. I've read it twice, haven't read it in a while. But the whole book's concept is about getting the right people on the right seats on the yeah, bus. The right oh, okay. Yeah, putting, putting people in the right spots based on their gifts. And so our next guest has just taken on a role with Eight Days of Hope. She's moving from upstate New York down to Tupelo. I did that in 1999. Get ready because it's going to be a little bit different. A good different, though, too, because both areas of the country are beautiful. But Nicole Germain's with us. Nicole, how are you? I'm wonderful, Steve. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. It's always good to see your smiling face. So we we have told the world you're join, you've joined the team as a staff. You've been on board, what, for two weeks? Yes. So you're pretty much running the show now. I've got this. I've got this. I'm I glad somebody's this. got this because I don't got it. I'll tell you right now. Um, so let, before we even go down there, where was your first experience with Eight Days of Hope? Believe it or not, it was five years ago this month. Really? And yes. where, where was it? Buffalo, New York. So that was your first trip. Yes. So you were living in Buffalo. You went. You were. Were you going to a local church at that point, or not yet? No, I wasn't. Okay. So tell the story because Ooh. I'm learning things right now. Nicole, how did you hear about Eight Days of Hope? What happened when you came to Eight Days of Hope? Yeah. Let's hear it. Of course. So um, Hurricane Harvey had hit Texas, and I believe that we had done a story up here um, on the news, and I had to get plugged in. So I started following Eight Days of Hope online and. Um, when you guys announced that we were going to have a warehouse up here in Buffalo, um, I started to get more information about that. And um, as soon as registration opened, I was there. Mm. Um, so I was uh, able to help um, paint the building, get that ready um, right here in uh, Buffalo, 852 Kensington. Um, and I was able to um, just meet so many different people. Um, in fact, I was serving right next to you, Steve. I had no idea who you were, um, you know, and you had asked me, where I went to church. 
And at that time, I wasn't following Christ. And I was uh, shamefully said, I didn't go to church, but you tapped me on the shoulder and you said, that's okay, we love you anyway. And Mm. throughout the experience, um, I was just talking with people and um, I met a woman who just told me about the different churches here in Buffalo. And um, I just started uh, searching for the right home. Mm. Um, And after that, Benton, PA had flooded, and um, I drove in the car about two and a half hours away and um, started serving there. And don't you know, the Lord provided um, that woman to be the first person that I saw when I came to serve. Oh my gosh. So we continued the conversation, and, you know, she showed me the Bible and walked me through a lot of um, the Bible and really just helped me feel so comfortable. And um, I was truly blessed by her. Isn't that a great story, Mike? Uh, that, so you met Jesus wow. really for the first time as a volunteer with Eight Days of Hope. Yes. And, you know, I always tell people, come serve with us. Yeah. And yeah. We're, we're not here to judge you if you go to church, don't go to church, mm-hmm. what kind of church you go to. Do they have a choir? Do they have a band? You know, is it is it Methodist, Baptist, Catholic? Just come and see what God does. Boy, did God not have a plan for you, Nicole? Oh, he had the best plan for me. So you're in Benton, mm-hmm. and you're down there serving because of a flood with our Rapid Response Division. Again, we're talking to Nicole Germain. My name is Steve Hayne, out with Mike Fiala, and you are listening to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. But you're down there serving with Eight Days of Hope. So down there in Benton, is that when you said, yes, Lord, forgive me, I want to follow you? Or was it shortly thereafter? What happened next? Um, so after Benton, I was hooked. I, I loved the people I was serving with. I saw the light and love of Jesus. Mm. I booked a trip to go to serve in uh, Houston, Texas oh, wow. the next month. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I'm taking PTO. I'm taking time off of work. I, I'm all in. Um, and <laughs> after um, be, uh Sorry, after Houston, I, um, you know, was still thinking about the churches that I would want to visit. I heard from the Holy Spirit very clearly mm-hmm. um, to go to the chapel here in Buffalo, New York. Mm-hmm. And um, that day was January 6th, um, where I attended my first service and I accepted the Lord that day. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. my. Praise I, the Lord. I think I was there. I think you were there, too. I think. <clears throat> Because did you get did you walk forward uh, to the altar? Was there like a group of like thirty people or something like that? Yes, mm-hmm. forty people. Yes, and you were part of that group. It's it's coming back to me. I was oh, one of the wow. last people to actually say yes because I sat there and I was like, goosebumps. Not now, yeah. not goosebumps. now. And I just kept hearing, if not now, when? And I jumped up. I left everything at my seat and I went to the altar and accepted Christ. Oh my my. Yeah. You know, it, it's so evident. God had his hand on your life, mm. directing you every step of the way. And every I'm going to go back to something, um, to Steve, to your, to your credit. I love you anyway. That's okay. Mm. And you, I've seen you say that. I heard you say that to many people at many different times. And, and that's the key. Yes. There's no judging. There's yeah. just loving. Mm-hmm. And that's what led, led you to the Lord. Amazing. Mike, you know, we've had 52,000 volunteers serve with us, and not every volunteer that comes knows Jesus. Right. And we have had volunteers who are gifted with their hands, and they just want to help somebody because of a hurricane. Right. Hurricane Ian hit or Hurricane Ida in New Orleans, and we're going to go down there, we're going to help somebody in Laplace. They don't know Jesus. They've never been to, some of these people have never been to church. Right, right. But everyone's invited, and when they start sensing that something unique is happening, mm. um, 
because it took you, so you served in Buffalo, mm-hmm. you went to Benton, Pennsylvania, then you went to Houston, yes, and then you gave your heart to Jesus. Amen. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I, I tell you, I'm almost in tears. Yeah. Well, see, and it's amazing to me, you know, Nicole, that you weren't a churchgoer, mm-hmm. that it was just a tug on your heart to want to serve. And that's the key. You know, when, it, mm-hmm. when there's something in your heart to serve, then God will put his hand on your life and lead you to him. And that's just how this whole thing happened. It's, it's amazing. So you went from painting at our Northeast Satellite in Buffalo, New York, next to some people that maybe talked a lot, meaning me, um, and, and, and now here you are, you're joining the staff. Oh my gosh, isn't this great? Oh, incredible. Do you journal? You need a journal. I journal so much. Oh, good. Yes. Good, good. Yes. So you've taken on the role of administrative assistant. You're moving from upstate New York down to Tupelo, Mississippi. I've done that with a family. <laughs> You're going down single. Mm-hmm. So it is a little bit easier of a transition because you don't have to, there's not a spouse and three kids, you know, things that we kind of had to navigate because then you got to find doctors and dentists and schools and all this stuff. Are you excited? I'm so excited. So Steve, I have to correct you. It's me and my cat. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Here we go. What's, your, what's your cat's name? Her name is Mila. Okay. Hi, hi Mila, if you're listening. <laughs> anyway. So you and your cat. That's right. I saw a picture on social media with, with your cat. That's right. Mila. Yes. So, um, so you're heading down there next week, I guess. Yes. I'm, I'm gearing up. Everything's pretty much packed, um, except for the clothes. You know, you never know what you want to wear. So. Sure. No. <laughs> well, 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 Mike, she probably doesn't need to bring the hats and the gloves and the winter coats down I was going to say, there. you're going to hang up your snow shovel now, right? No, no, oh, no it's shovels. in the garbage. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so what's interesting, Mike, about Nicole, and again, thanks for joining us this morning here on Hope Reigns as we wrap up a unique outreach in Buffalo called Eight Days of Hope Buffalo as we get ready to go back to Ohio, building safe places for those rescued from trafficking. We're talking to Nicole Germain. She has taken on the role as administrative assistant in Tupelo, but here down at our headquarters. But here's what's really neat, Mike. When you walk into our national headquarters in Northeast Mississippi, the first face you see, the first office is Chandler Gurley. Okay. What a great face to see. Awesome. Nice smile and everything. Now, and everything. Now, she's the type of person that she will give you, she will stop what she's doing for 30 minutes and engage you in a conversation yes. because you're important and, and we love her. But now she's our director of operations. So, Mike, we're, we're kind of moving her down the hallway. She's actually taking my office. Oh. Yeah, but I'm, I'm okay with that. My, <laughs> but Nicole now is going to mm. be the first face you see when you come into Tupelo, Mississippi. And Mike, you know, just think about the story she just shared on national radio. Mm. God's going to give her that opportunity to share that same story, I believe, to people that come to our headquarters because they don't know what they're looking for. The only downside to radio, they can't see the great smile that you have. Yeah, <laughs> and, thank you. And, and the wonderful just glow on you. Mm-hmm. So yes, 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 it, it's going to be a win-win for you and for the people that are going to come uh, uh, to the facility. Absolutely. How cool is it this past week to see people serving in your hometown? Oh, it's incredible, Steve. Um, just to see the amount of volunteers that came to Buffalo to yes. serve. Um, it just blows me away each and every year, right? We've been doing this for four years yep, now. Four time. And um, each year it just gets sweeter and sweeter. Yeah, it's been fun. So Nicole, you're 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 going to go down and, and and everything from you know greeting people at the door to giving tours to opening the mail to depositing checks, all the things that need to be done by somebody. Uh, what are you most anxious about? I mean, because you're about to move what twelve hundred and eighty miles, thirteen hundred miles, in a, a different culture, mm-hmm. right? 
and and you're gonna have to find a home church. Yes. You're gonna have to figure out where you're gonna go to get your medicines and and where do you go work out and where do you who's your friends and outside of eight days hope people are, are you anxious? I think I have such a calm and peace about this move because I know he's in it. So mm. how can I be anxious? Um, but if you if I had to pick something, I think um, probably the temperature. Um, sure, yeah. Thinking through like I I don't like to get too warm and you know. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. But, yeah. <laughs> We're gonna take a break right now. We'll be right back in a minute. But air conditioning is great. Okay. All right. So here's mm-hmm. my story from 1999. My wife and I and our three kids, and I think the ages at that time would have been roughly two, four, and seven or eight. We got down there Labor Day weekend of 1999. Oh, wow. If you, and you can Google this, people out there. People who live in Mississippi or down in Alabama. For the next 100 days, roughly, give or take five days, every single day mm. was 95 or more. Oh, oh, it was a crazy heat wave, humidity. So let me just warn you. Yeah. This is a this is a climate that you will take multiple showers a day mm-hmm. and just accept that. So it, it is it is gonna be very warm. Now once you get to October, November, I was raking my leaves one day on, on one year Christmas afternoon. The kids were playing <laughs> with their leaves. new toys and I was raking leaves and shorts and I sent a picture to my family back in upstate New York and they're you know, they were a little bit jealous, but um mm. it is gonna be warm. Yes. After that blizzard last past That's right. Christmas, I'm That's like right. Woo. That's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Hey, we want to thank some of our national partners out there who support Eight Days of Hope, like our Savior's Church in Lafayette, Louisiana. They have multiple campuses. Thank you, Pastor Jacob, Pastor Josh, the whole team down there for uh, being one of our partners. And then also want to thank Destiny Worship Center down in Florida, Pastor Steve Agalis and the team. They've been with us since Hurricane Michael. Do you remember that one, Michael? I do. You were there. I was there. My wife, Doris, and I. In Panama City, Florida. Oh, still amazing memories. Go through my phone once in a while and look at the pictures, yeah. the times of prayer and everything. It was great, great outreach. want to thank Hand of Hope as well. That is a Joyce Meyer ministry. They uh, help support our Safe House ministry, and we're doing one right now in Ohio. Nicole, um, so you've been on multiple trips, and you've seen God move. Is there a story of, of a homeowner or a volunteer that you've engaged with that you just, when you think about ADs Hope and you start getting the warm and fuzzies about doing ministry, is there something, a story you remember that kind of jumps out? Um, I, I, I think back to Houston when um, that was my first rebuild trip, so... I'm not skilled. I'm just, you know, I'll follow directions type of thing. And I remember there was a gentleman by the name of Rex and he was kind of overseeing our job and he needed some supplies from Home Depot. Um, And, but he didn't want to necessarily quit what he was doing. So he sent me in his pickup truck, little old me. I'm like, (laughs) never driven a truck, never driven in Texas. Um, And he just trusted me. Mm. And Steve, I just am like, I just felt like that was truly so sweet that he entrusted that role and that task for me to complete. And, and he, you know, it just was, that gives me such um, joy that you know I had that experience with him and uh, we exchange Christmas cards each and every year oh, wow. um, he calls me a millennial because I told him about the QR code on the box that he had to scan <laughs> <laughs> in order to get the directions on how to do it um, sure but yeah he he was wonderful um, to me it's amazing how simple 
uh, a relationship begins was a simple thing like that. Yes, trust. Sir. I trust you with my truck. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's huge. Yes. And that, that touched your life. It did. Incredible. Mm-hmm. And we don't, you know, it's the little things sometimes. Yes, that's what I'm trying to yeah. Some, Sometimes, you know, and I get it. We, we love having those, you know, God-fearing moments and, you know, just, you know, we, we needed to raise a million dollars and 10 minutes later someone walked in the room and gave us such, I mean, we love those stories. Yes. But sometimes it's those little things. Day it's, a, it's, it's someone walking through the food line and, and the server asking them, Mike, how was your day today? Mm-hmm. And really care and not have to just push you through the food line. Right. Those little things matter. Oh, absolutely. And Nicole, you do that, you do that well. You make people... This is something I've noticed being around you the last five, six years is you make people feel special and, and, and they are special, but sometimes we're so focused on the task and we're so focused on where we need to go. And I'm guilty sometimes. Oh my gosh. Cause I, I don't sit, mm. but, but you don't miss those. You do a really good job of, 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 and that's why you're the right person to be the first person you see when you come to our national headquarters. Thank you, Steve. I really, that's my biggest prayer right now is to keep the tasks, um, you know, important, but keep the people more important because yeah. Jesus loves them all Amen. and to treat them just like he would. One of the lines I use a lot, Mike, especially these days, you know how like you get like in um, periods of time of your life where you use one line more than that. Right now, my big thing is I talk to the volunteer leaders is the journey is, is, is as important, if not more important than the task. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The journey for everyone, even mm-hmm. the volunteers. Mm-hmm. I mean, here she is. She shows up to Kensington Avenue and she mm-hmm. was loved on by a group of people she had never known. She just came to do something nice for for a building to paint a little bit, meet some new people and, and go use a gift that she has and look at what God did. Well, and God gave you an expression that I wrote down here. I got this. <laughs> <laughs> and then you said something about I'm all in mm-hmm. and God mm-hmm. has his hand on your life. And we're so glad that you're all in. Thank you. So Nicole, you're heading down to Mississippi and um, you know we have different arms of the ministry. We have a mass feeding arm that produces large amounts of food through a local church because of a disaster. We have a rapid response arm, tarps roofs, do chainsaw work, got out homes right after flooding, tornadoes, hurricanes, snowstorms. We have a rebuilding arm and then we have an arm now that's building safe places, those rescued from trafficking. If there is one of those four arms that you personally are more attracted to be a part of, uh, or two, what, which one and why? Sure. Uh, rapid response would have to be my ultimate favorite. Okay. Um, if I had to choose, sure. which I am, um, <laughs> that because there's nothing like going in, taking, um, hold of what Satan meant for evil, right? You know, mm. these storms come in and they tear apart some, um, possessions and everything, but we get to be that hope for, for the families and we get to serve them and help them get back into their home. Right. That's the ultimate goal is to, um, to help with that. So I love that, that ability and that, um, that task of, of just coming in and demoing some, some things for them. So, so somebody gets four feet of water. We have to take out everything that's wet. Yes. I I think what's kind of cool is that and I've heard this story hundreds of times from hundreds of different volunteers, mm-hmm. if not thousands. You show up at a stranger's door. You call them on the phone. Maybe, of course, they're not staying on site. Most are not, unless they're in a tent or an RV or they're sleeping in their car, yes. which we've ran into you know hundreds of times over the last 18 years. But strangers show up. God sends his saints to a stranger to to literally be his hands mm-hmm. and his feet. We, you know, that's a phrase that's used a lot. 
and and you end up making friends not just with the family you're serving but the other volunteers and you experience something that you wouldn't experience elsewhere if you didn't say yes that's so true steve the volunteers are amazing the families we serve are amazing um i've met so many volunteers and each time i would leave a trip it was so emotional for me to have Mm. to say goodbye for that time frame you know You know, Eight Days Hope One was in Bay St. Louis, Mississippi, Mike, in December 2005. And one of the 84 families we served was Miss Mary Labatt, mm. L-A-B-A-T, Miss Mary. Do you know about two months ago, I get a text. My phone number has been the same since the 90s oh, wow. or even yeah or earlier. And she just said, thinking of you today, praying for you today. Thank you for helping me rebuild my house. Mike. Really? We're talking 18 years ago. 2005. 18 years ago. Yeah. I I went into the other room. I said, Charmaine, guess who just texted me? Mm. Oh, my. And it was Miss Mary. Mm. And I thought to myself, if we didn't, if if, if God didn't open the door for us to say yes, and the other 52,000 volunteers Mm -hmm. to say yes, our paths never would have crossed. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't have painted a, a building on Kensington. We wouldn't have a radio show. This is not about us, no. but it's about God moving through his people, and God is moving through you, Nicole, and we'll continue to do that. But sometimes I think we, we just we forget how God connects the dots and how his plan is. is right. Yeah, it's amazing. In that text, though, she said the key word, I'm praying for you today. I know. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it so cool? And, and you think about it. I know. It, it wasn't just that day. It was probably 18 years of oh. I'm praying for you. And God's blessed her, yes. her prayers and many others that are praying for the ministry. There was a hurricane that went to Bay St. Louis, I don't know, gosh, about five years ago. I'm going to mess it up. I think it was Hurricane Delta, some remnants. And uh, we checked on her, just make sure she was oh, okay. okay. And was excited. I mean, she's, you know, kind of like you and I, Mike, she's getting a little bit older in years and, on, yeah. and, and, you know, I didn't, didn't assume that she was still living there, but she, so I was down there. I went to her door, knocked on the door and she answered and <laughs> we laughed and cried and prayed. And, oh, and wow. but that was a couple of years ago, but yeah, that was kind of neat. Nicole, how can we pray for you as you, other than handling the heat? Cause that's going to take a lot of praying girl, cause get ready. Um, but how can we pray for you as you transition? I know you're moving so many materials, you've sold things, you've got to get a house, you got to find a church, but what do you want us to pray for? I think that the biggest thing that I could um, ask for prayer is for community, right? Um, Mm. Up here in Buffalo, I have um, great friends that I've met um, through um, just just church and everything. And um, I think that's going to be the most uh, challenging thing is to find community. Mm. So that's a big prayer of mine. Well, that community is a great community to be searching for that because it, it, it's just a lot of great churches down there. A lot of, and, and, and you have friends in the ministry world. And of course, you don't want to live every minute of every day with everyone in the ministry that you work with and serve with. Mm-hmm. You can't, you can do whatever you want. You're an adult, but it, you're right. Community is important, especially with women, very relational and, right. and, and Bible studies and, and all that. Um, Mike's motioning that I should pray. Well, and, and I, I, I think you got such oh. a good handle on transition. And, yeah, no, uh, and I, I've, and, I've done that. I mean, especially just, going to Tupelo. Yeah. Like, yeah. All right. Yeah, let's do that. Father, we right now, Lord, we just um, thank you for Nicole. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you that she picked up that paintbrush. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Father, that you put people around her uh, on different mission trips. Yes. 
to walk her down the path to that moment when she said yes to you and no to the world. Mm. Father, life can be hard at times. And Lord, doesn't mean that her life's perfect and everything's going to go smoothly. But Father, um, she's your daughter. And, and she's acknowledged that publicly. And now, yes. Lord, we we pray a blessing over her. She transitions from a culture to another culture as she reaches out and leaves a, a loyal group of friends who she's been living life with mm-hmm. the last yes. five years to find a new group of friends. Lord, I pray that the, the friends she has back here in upstate New York will continue to pray for her and stay connected as she transitions, Lord. But Father, I just pray that she finds a Bible study, a church, yes, a woman's yes. group uh, mm-hmm. that she could just be real with, that, that she can share the, the ups and downs of life and that she can be a prayer warrior for them and them mm-hmm. for her. That's right. We do pray for her community, Lord. Lord, you, you already know. Father, some of my best friends, Father, were in a town that I didn't know anyone. I pray the same thing happens yes. with Nicole, that lifelong friends will be formed, friendships, as she steps out in faith. Bless her. Bless her health. Bless her her travel. Um, pray for travel mercies. Father, even bless that cat <laughs> as, uh, as, they, as they move down south. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. I'm not a big animal lover. So if my kids are listening, they're laughing because dad prayed for a cat. But I did. <laughs> Let it be known. I no. did. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, Nicole, we are a better team because you're a part of it. Thank you so much yeah. for just this opportunity. Um, it, the yes was very, very easy for me. Mm. Um, and there's such peace and joy. So thank you. What a journey, Mike. Well, Think you. about it. Think about that. And I know we got to wrap up. Thank you, Nicole. Mm-hmm. We've, we've only got literally a, mic, a minute and a half. But Mike, from her saying yes to come to the satellite to what God is doing in her life today, what an amazing story. This is um, a number one story that I will remember all of all of the, the days of interviewing and, and, and having these moments because this is what it's all about. Somebody heard about Eight Days of Hope didn't even know the Lord, and you came, God placed you next to a guy that just loved on you, and then it just grew from there, and you gave your life to Christ. And now you're on staff. How does that happen went to And she went on three mission trips before she said yes to Jesus. Yes, yes. And and, and to me, that... You know, might have happened this week in Buffalo. It might have happened in Fort Myers when we were with Hurricane Ian. It will happen again. Yes. We have seen hundreds of volunteers meet Jesus for the first time on a mission trip. Mm. Church, that's a wake-up call. I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm with you. This is like one of my all-time favorite stories. I love yes, it. I yes, love it. Yes, it's yes. going to be in the book, Nicole. So that, that's going to be one of the chapters <laughs> that is going to be in the book someday. Awesome. Amen. Well, Father, thank you for this day. Be with the team as they wrap up in Buffalo, as they head back to Safe Harbor. I pray, Father, that you stir the saints out there to pray for the ministry, to volunteer. And and Father, I pray that you provide the resources this month so we can meet that matching gift in Safe Harbor. Thank you for Nicole. Thank you for Mike. Thank you for our partners. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. You've been listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Thanks for listening to Hope Reigns from 8 Days of Hope. Come back next week for more God-sized stories from across the country. To listen to this or a previous episode of Hope Reigns, please visit our show archive at 8daysofhope.com.